You are listening to the Female Factor Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Female Factor Podcast where we spotlight Gen Z girls in STEAM and entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Treya, and I'm joined here today by a very special guest, Anna Dow. She's our first podcast guest ever from Hawaii, which is really cool. But more importantly, she's the founder and president of Next Wave Hawaii. When the COVID-19 pandemic hit her local food banks and people were struggling with the lack of food, she and her cousins stepped in and tried to help. They decided to run a food drive where people didn't have to leave the comfort of their own homes to donate food. Since then, it has grown a lot and they have donated 2,074 pounds of food to the Hawaii Food Bank. That's so fantastic. I'm so glad to have you here today. So... Um, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, hi. Thank you so much for having me on this podcast. Um, I'm Anna Dow. Um, I'm a sophomore at Punahou School, and I live on Oahu, Hawaii. Um, yeah, so I started this um, nonprofit three, two or three years ago, right when the pandemic hit. And we really just started it because... It really wasn't meant to be a nonprofit. It was kind of just, hey, the food banks are struggling, so let's do something to help. And then what we ran one food drive and it was very successful. And then we ran another one. I created a website, I created an Instagram, and here we are. Yeah, wow, that's really great. Um, so before we get into like the verse. I guess, serious part of the interview. Um, I'd like to ask a kind of funny question, but or not funny, but silly question so that the audience can get to know you a little bit. Um, what Hogwarts house would you be in if you were a character in Harry Potter? So I, when like Harry Potter was a big thing, maybe like fourth or fifth grade um, is when people like really started asking that kind of question. I took a test because everyone was taking the test and I took two tests and one time I got Gryffindor and one time I got Slytherin. So <laughs> dare yeah, I say- You could combine it into Slytherdor. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, like I know I am a, like a Slither puff or something. I think that's like a Slytherin and a Hufflepuff. Like I remember when people used to, you know, combine it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, getting into next wave, um, I'd just like you to talk briefly about how it was founded. I know you touched on that just a little, just a little while ago. And what do you think made it so successful? Yeah, so I think it was it started from an idea that hadn't really been done before. And it was something that people hadn't really seen, um, especially my little neighborhood. Um, on a, an island in the middle of the ocean. Um, <laughs> and I think it really was successful because we were touching on a topic that was relevant and really just creating the idea based off of an issue and a crisis that was happening um, that really no one has seen anything like it before. Um, as like or at least not in the past decade um, and I think people also enjoyed it because everyone mostly everyone has cans in their house or um, canned food in their house um, and even if they don't we also were looking for um, brown paper bags um, 
paper plates, utensils, anything that the um, food bank could use. It wasn't just canned foods. Um, and I think that really made it successful because again, people hadn't seen anything like it before and it was really easy for them to do, to do and to um, kind of donate to us um, because they just left their food out on the doorstep. Yeah, and I think it's just really great how you kind of just identify the problem, you know, like that was relevant to what was going on and you solved it or not and made a good plan to solve it. I mean, I feel like when people think about like starting things like this in their community, they're like thinking of like these abstract ideas, but like you just, you and your team just really tackled it from like, you know, the most while basic, like very helpful way, you know? Um, and I think that's really great. Um, so how has Next Wave grown since its founding in 2020? Yeah, so um, let's see, <laughs> I used to like stalk us, but we've, since then, we've ran six food drives and each one on average, we get about maybe 300 to 400 pounds of food, um, depending on how large our scale is and how many flyers we pass out, how many houses we go to. Um, and, and then, like you said, we have donated in total um, just a little bit over 2000 pounds of food to the Hawaii Food Bank. And we've also, every food drive that we've done, um, we've started growing our team and just the amount of volunteers that we get um, continues to grow. And Yes, most of it is family and my cousins, um, but then we've also started incorporating friends and their friends. Um, and so that's really helped to make the food drives more efficient. Yeah, so now that obviously the pandemic is starting to slow, um, what are your plans with Next Wave? Is it going to continue with food drives? Like, how are you going to tailor it to now? Like, obviously, um, still like having food drives is like amazing but like like is the goal like is the goal going to change because of you know the pandemic kind of or is it going to you know stay the same how is that you know I think that um food banks can always use more food and yes we started it because they were running low on food which is insane to think about um the pandemic really hurt them um but now that the pandemic is kind of slowing the causes are still in effect um but it's definitely less but i think that our goal remains the same and we just want to make sure that um we can maximize the amount of people on in our community community that don't have access to food get food yeah fantastic so being a teenager, you know, you said, like you said, a sophomore in high school, I'm also a sophomore. Um, do you ever get any negative comments about being a teenager and starting a nonprofit? Like, do any people kind of not really support it? Although it's a great idea. Do people ever say something that? You know, I've never gotten any negative comments from people. Usually the comments that we or actually 100% of the comments that we've gotten from neighbors and other community members, um, it's they're all positive and they're all congratulating us. Sometimes some neighbor will ask us if we're doing it for a school project 
in which case we say no, it's just for us. Um, and we're just trying to help the community. So no, I have not gotten any negative comments. Yeah, I mean, that's great. I think it's also like the nature of what you're doing. I mean, there's not really anything bad about it. I mean, everything's great. I mean, you're only trying to help. Um, so kind of building off like being a high schooler, do you have like a productivity hack that helps you manage both your school and professional life as a nonprofit owner? Like, what is it like with, you know, busy high school schedule and a whole nonprofit? Yeah, so it's actually very hard, and I was just talking to my mom about this, um, to separate home life and school life and um, like work life, because especially because I, usually I'm just in my room at my desk um, mm -hmm. doing homework or working on Next Wave or doing stuff just at home. Um, the biggest thing that I can say is that it's really hard when you are your own boss and there's no teacher telling you this is your deadline or you need to reach this amount of food drives run. Um, so the biggest thing for me was to try and keep motivated um, was to plan out when we were going to do our food drives and make it a pattern and make it a habit. Um, otherwise, as you can see on our blog, there's been like six months, six month gaps where we don't run any food drives and I don't work on next wave at all. Um, so I think the biggest thing is planning ahead and using Google calendar or whatever calendar um, you have around to really plan out your events and then make deadlines for yourself based on those events. Yeah, I think that's really great. I mean, like, you know, as someone with, you know, a nonprofit, do you like, how do you really like publicize it in your community? Do you like tell your friends? Do you tell your um, people in your high school? Like, how do you get, because if you're doing like a bunch of food drives, like, you know, you need to keep getting people to donate. So how do you um, like get new people to donate? How do you get, like spread the word about your nonprofit? Yeah, so our nonprofit or my nonprofit, it really doesn't stem based off of marketing because we, when we pass out flyers, we are marketing to them and we're telling them, hey, if you can leave some food on your doorstep. So they don't have to know who we are. Um, and we have started to expand the amount of houses that we go to um, and trying to like shift from place to place that we're not just going to the same houses every time. Um, but other than that, trying to get spread the word about just the nonprofit um, in this day and age, social media is a big factor in trying to market. And I think it's a really helpful tool to use if used correctly. And I'm definitely still trying to figure it out, but definitely using personal Instagram accounts to spread the word on your work Instagram account um, really works. And then even trying to make TikTok videos or um, Facebook, if you use Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. Um, we've tried, we've also used um, Nextdoor, which kind oh, of- yeah. it's like the neighbor, the neighbor The neighbor app. social media yeah. platform. And that's really helped. Um, yeah, I think social media is a really good way to market. Yeah, and 
um you have an you guys have an instagram page right it's Mm -hmm. next wave hawaii go follow them if you're listening to this um podcast um so you obviously know so much about um starting a nonprofit. um so what advice would you give to someone your age looking to start a nonprofit? yeah so i'd really say come up with an idea and it doesn't have to revolve around an issue that's happening in your community right now although that really helps if it's relevant and it's something that every that not that many people know about or a lot of people know about um, come up with an idea and start brainstorming start thinking of what events you could hold what motives you want your nonprofit to engulf um, and and then you can start with the which was my favorite part which is the um, brand name brand colors and then just like starting your nonprofit and making it yours in some way um, I think a really important thing that you should try to do is try to be as unique as possible with it and try to really tackle something that's relevant yeah, when you said um, like a brand name, brand colors, it made me think, um, how did you choose the name Next Wave Hawaii? It's a really yeah, so creative we were, Thank you. Um, we were really just, and I got help from my cousins and um, friends on this, but we were really just trying to figure out what we wanted the nonprofit to stand for and what the mission was and what we Um, we're really trying to accomplish with it and I think the biggest thing for us was we want to help our community in some way during this COVID-19 pandemic Um, and then the wave really just came from it's we're on we're on an island we all love love the ocean we all love surfing Um, and we really just wanted to be the next kind of generation that comes in and tries to solve an issue yeah that's great um and lastly do you have a theme a favorite female role model and if so why did you choose them yeah so I think I was reading through the questions and there's so many um that I could talk about but I think someone who really stood out to me um is actually my auntie and she is an amazing Um, role model because not only is she um, an ophthalmologist like an eye doctor um, not only does she run her own practice and is a mom of three kids but she's also an amazing businesswoman and it's honestly just kind of a side thing that she does but she um, makes Instagram content TikTok content and she chose this kind of small niche which is like um moms who are doctors um and she really connects with um a bunch of people she's reached so many people and it's incredible she has her own podcast um she has her own business and it's insane that she can manage to do all of that while still being a mom and still being a doctor and she really just goes out and does what she loves um which is something that I really admire about her 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's very important for everyone to have some kind of female role model. And it's so great that yours is actually someone in your family um, and one that you can probably see a lot. And yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, that's great. I, I can imagine like being a mom and doing like basically having like two jobs, like one that you decide to have yourself and then another one that's like a very, you know, strict professional job. So yeah, I'm, that concludes the interview. Um, thank you so much for joining today. Um, I know it's a busy time in the school year. So thank you so much. Um, yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'll definitely send you the recording once we edit it. Um, and um, I'll, yeah, let you know. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. Bye.